Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us at Nikki Dare Radio on Blog Talk Radio, heard worldwide by millions of listeners with your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Our podcast hosted by Nikki Dare is your home for education to safety and survival, leadership and inspiration. Nikki Dare is the founder of iDare Inc., a registered 501c3 with its mission to educate and mobilize resources for preparedness and sustainability. iDare is a grassroots credo and personal mission based on its pillars of excellence, integrity, diversity, adaptation, resilience, and empowerment. Ms. Dare's personal mission is to help you encounter your purpose by unlocking your inherent potential and finding joy in the journey. Nikki Dare is the published author of The Audacity of Veracity, a columnist, women in the field of Western Outdoor News, California's publication of Fishing and Hunting. Ms. Dare is a certified firearms instructor in rifle, shotgun, and handgun, RSO, range safety officer, and CERT, Community Emergency Response Training Member, a FEMA certified training, women's advocate, transformational mentor, and a seasoned BPR change management consultant since her early 20s in transforming companies. And decades later, she is reinventing her purpose. Nikki Dare's life has been spent passionately in helping others going through transformation, both personal and professional. And now, here's your lovely host, Ms. Nikki Dare. Well, it's always a great intro, everybody. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining me back again, sunny California. Good morning. Welcome back, and glad you can join me again. I am Nikki Dare, your host at Idea Outdoors. I am exceptionally excited this morning, you can see. <laughs> I'm kicking off this new episode that uh, has been requested by many of you loyal listeners. So by demand, a new episode that I would call Nug Talks, with explosive topics to be discussed this morning, uh, such as the first topic that we'll be discussing, what is firearms? What is weapons? Uh, what are the differences in that? And second topic, uh, women in our society and public, the vulnerability of women in our society. And the, the, the last topic that I'm hoping to cover is the myth of self-defense. So there you go, lots of great, compelling topics to be discussed this morning and hope can be useful for so many of you. So keep it here for the next 30 minutes, you guys. In light of launching my new episode of Not Talks this morning, I am armed with a special featured guest in my studio this morning, Mr. Richard Stefani. Good morning. Uh, Good morning, Nikki. Mr. Richard Stefani, a California Department of Justice certified firearms instructor, and a Utah Concealed Carry Instructor. He has been teaching firearm safety for over 30 years and has taught combat handgun to both law enforcement and security personnel. In addition to that, he has fought through the the gang attack, carjacking, several street assaults, and a home invasion. He knows, therefore, what it is like to be shot. With all of his street experiences, he brings a uniquely valuable perspective to the world of self-defense, all together there. So with the launch of this uh, new episode, uh, please help me welcome Mr. Stefani. I am so grateful to have you in my studio this morning, and good morning. Welcome. 
Oh, thank you, Nikki. Uh, you flatter me. It's a pleasure to be here this morning. <laughs> oh, my pleasure is mine. My pleasure is mine. Thank you so much for being here in the studio. So let's uh, let's go let's go at it right now. Uh, the first topic: firearms and weapons. A firearm is uh, something that fires a projectile using a gunpowder, and uh, a weapon is anything that can be used to harm another. What, what, what do you think of that? Well, basically that's true, but let me ask you, uh, is a pen a weapon? The answer is no. Uh, you can carry a pen on an airplane. Uh, weapons are not allowed on airplanes, uh, correct? Um, however, a pen can be used as a weapon, right? Uh, there's a particular martial arts discipline called Haikido, and uh, basically it teaches that anything can be used as a weapon, a pen, a stapler, a coffee cup. Ah. Anything. Ah. Right. Therefore. So what is the real weapon then? Ah, very good, Grasshopper. Uh-huh. <laughs> the real yeah, weapon mind, then. <laughs> it uh. is the human mind. Yes, sir. Exactly. So right, politicians right. who promote the regulation of inanimate objects, they do so to make the public believe that the politician is acting on their behalf and that the laws will make people behave. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, sounds to me like it's kind of controlling to me, huh? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no law can force a person to act in a civil manner. No law can can force a person to act in a polite manner. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. Uh, is that a valid statement right there? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you're in a grocery uh, line or you're at the store or at the counter, uh, there's no law that is going to force you to be polite to the clerk or to the waitress uh, at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is a matter of, of self-control. Right. So, okay, let me go back a little bit here. Uh, Mr. Stefani, we have laws against murder, rape, burglary, so on. Uh, the list goes on. Well, we all know that, right? Uh, of course. I don't course. think this is a real issue, is it? Well, no, it isn't. I mean, murder, assault, and rape are all illegal. Now, how another law that would make it uh, more illegal as to how you murder or how you assault or how you rape, uh, if we think that that's going to deter a person who is hell-bent on murder, assault, and rape, well, think again. It's not going to. Precisely. I mean, I mean, the real weapon, again, is the evil intent in the human being. I'm just simply echoing what you said earlier. Objects are only tools. Did you say that a, a while ago? Yes, animate objects are only uh, tools. Right. Right, right, and passing right. laws against the use of tools only punishes the people who do not have evil intent and who would never use that tool to hurt another person. All right. So uh, the, the real question in the firearms and weapons, uh, the whole thing debate here is all about self-control, echoing that, and self-discipline. This is where the people who can control versus the people who – those who cannot. If a yes. person cannot control themselves – then society has a compelling interest to control that person. We already have laws for that. We don't need more laws to control the people. I hear more you laws, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> the more laws we have to control behavior, the less freedom we have. Yes, if freedom, freedom is not important, then why is America so attractive to people from around the world? It is our freedom that allows a person to act according to his or her God-given talents in such a way oh, as that those talents add to the betterment of society. Well said. The whole issue of firearms, oh, weapons is red herring, sounds like. It is a mask 
that really actually hides the real problems. Politicians who want more and more laws to control the population do not trust people to act on their own behalf. They believe that the government knows best. Such politicians focus on issues to fool the people into believing that the real problem is is the tool, the firearm, the weapon. They believe that if only we regulate the tool, then there will be peace and harmony. (laughs) <laughs> well, Nikki. Wait, 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 wait. Let, let me interject you on that one. Let, let me interject you really, 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 really uh, quickly here. Let me go to my garage. Let, let me go to my, 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 my storage tools in the backyard. Let, let me go to my kitchen. <laughs> I've got a lot of tools. I mean, are you going to regulate all of that tools? Yeah. Well, I, well I, you can't. You can't. And, you know, if we think that regulating a tool is going to bring peace and harmony, show me, Nikki. Show me anywhere in the world. <laughs> Where there is peace and harmony, uh, and where peace and harmony exists. Right, right. I, I like this a lot. I like this conversation quite a bit. So go on. Uh, further your insights on this one. So I, I'm enjoying this. Well, you know, sometimes uh, when when I talk about people or I speak in a public uh, uh, forum, uh, yeah. I get a question, and right. uh, the person will say, well, gosh, uh, we just can't let citizens own machine guns and tanks and cannons and bombs. That would threaten public safety. Right. My response is, who said anything about allowing uh, mm-hmm. tanks, cannons, and bombs uh, in right. the public hands? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, uh, do you mind if I take some callers uh, for you know any questions, concerns out there? Because I see a couple of um, callers calling in already, and... Uh, I just want to ask you if that's okay with you, Mr. Well, Stefani. of course, I'm your guest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, allow me to let me see what I have and who I have here. Um, go ahead, caller number one. Uh, state your name. Ada. Hi, Ada. How are you? She's a loyal listener <laughs> oh. here, too. Go uh, ahead. Uh, uh, what's your question? I'm just, no, I'm just enjoying uh, what he's ex- uh, explaining about the firearms and and a lot, of, a lot of things that uh, evolve on firearms or weapons. And I mean, like I said, I totally agree what he said. I don't really don't have that much questions. It's basically a common sense what other people would, you know, uh, agree with um, Mr. Stefani, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. So you know, because I, I have a background in martial arts, and I've never held any type of weapon, but just like. Uh, I like a, a sword or a knife, but not nothing like a gun thing. But you're right, you know, a weapon can be consist with anything, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, anything, wherever, mm-hmm. wherever you hold it is how you use it. Right, exactly. It's the way you handle it and how you use it, right. what is it for. Um, do you have any uh, response or insight on that, Mr. Stefani? Well, the idea, uh, again, goes back to, uh, to freedom. If... Uh, if the politicians believe that by regulating inanimate objects is going to better society, is going to control the people, well, they are going to control the people. They're going to be controlling innocent, law-abiding people, and that's called dictatorship. That's called authoritarianism, and that's why we have a constitution that was set up to to block that. Um, our politicians have gone way overboard in the regulation of just about anything that they believe is going to harm society. It's about time that we push back. Uh, that's, that's, yeah, Legally. 
<laughs> legislatively. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I've got another caller on my studio here. I'll take another caller. I'll take another question, another uh, uh, question or concerns, and then we'll go ahead to the next because I'm, I'm pressing time right now. Um, and t- next topic, okay? And I am seeing somewhere up in the East Coast calling in. Please um, announce yourself. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I'm okay. I we all can okay, hear you. Okay, yeah, this is this is yeah. Jeff. I'm a Facebook friend of yours from a long time ago, and uh, I just came on the show a little bit late. I'm sorry, but uh, I keep thinking about that incident in Norway about two or three years ago, where this oh. man killed all those uh, innocent unarmed students on this island, and uh, everything he used was illegal, and it didn't stop him from doing that. You know, you can't mm. you can't stop evil. Yeah, no. unless you have unless you have your own gun, I suppose. Well, right, one thing right. that uh, one question that I keep asking, and that uh, uh, and I get the exact same answer every single time. Whenever we see a shooting, or whenever we read, because we don't see them, but whenever we read about a shooting here or there, my first question is always, why was there no one there to stop them? Mm-hmm. Because the police cannot be there all the time. Why was no private citizen there to stop them? And I, because I guarantee you that there are millions of private citizens that would gladly have put their life on the line in order to save the lives of innocent people. Yeah. That's normal. That's the, the nature of the human condition. We do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that. That's very a valid statement right there, Mr. Stefani. I, I uh, want to echo that with you uh, because, on the on the contrary, when you see when do you see criminals when they're gonna protect their um, other rats, you know, in the pack when somebody, you know, one of them gets shot. You tell me, one of the assailants got shot, and then the the rest of the the, the buddies will just flee out, right? That's exactly correct. Contrast that with the law enforcement community when an officer goes down. The the officer <laughs> or right. officers with them, they don't run. Are you they kidding? Right. They, they will put themselves right. in harm way. They will oh, drag yeah. that officer to safety. They will risk their lives. They get back in the – well, Very not true. get back in the fight because they never left it. They will go after the the bad guy who shot their officer. These are brave men and women to be lauded and praised, and, and, and they are role models. Uh, contrast that with the assailant. The home invasion uh, occurs – uh, one guy is shot by the homeowner, and the other guys run and flee, and the guy that's waiting in the car, he takes off, leaving his buddy to run after him. These, uh, <laughs> these criminals are punks. They're cowards, yes. mm-hmm. and they right. do not deserve any respect whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree totally with as, that. As I recall, the Aurora shooter, he went past a couple of uh, theaters that didn't have gun-free zones. To, to, he had to drive further to the theater he <clears throat> used was a gun-free theater. He knew it, he knew the people would be unarmed in that theater. Yeah, again, right. he was a coward. He was a punk. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right, right. I'm sorry. Uh, where are you calling from, Mr. D? I'm I'm Jeff from Long Island, New York. Wow. Um, so we bless have your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> well, I think he'll be saying that to us in California. <laughs> and we have the sun. We have the, yeah. we have the weather. Pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Yeah. So you know, I've, I've got one point here to uh, interject, everybody. If we were to dismiss all of the politics and just focus on the subject itself, protection. I want to mention another word, but I'm going to go ahead and. Um, keep that safe that a little bit later individual rights to protect and freedom and that is the next word that i was going to focus with you mr stefani why do we 
really actually have left with us. Mm. Uh, because as many of us agree, we, we do live in a violent planet, violent world, you know, since Stone Age and way back when. Protect ourselves. We must protect ourselves in order to survive. Protect, you know, the lives of our loved ones from the possible dangers and threats out there. I mean, this is all simple statement here. It's valid. But, um, you know, so what do we do? Well, the answer is uh, right now the only thing we can do is civil disobedience uh, in certain areas where uh, where we still can without uh, uh, too much authoritative uh, force coming back on the individual. Uh, of course, the most important thing is to vote, and I think a lot of people have uh, given up on the legislative system. Uh, they 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 basically uh, blame both parties as being the same, but they're not. Uh, the Democratic Party is primarily one that's uh, designed to take away the, the freedoms of every American. And anyone who doesn't understand that has not been reading the Democratic platform, has not been listening to the Democratic legislators, uh, senators, uh, representatives, etc., along, along the entire ticket. And so uh, it is really important for people to get to, to go out and vote for a conservative candidate. And a conservative candidate may not always be a Republican. There's got to be a conservative candidate that holds fast to the, to the values of our Constitution, that believes that civil that self-defense is a civil right and cannot be be um, granted to someone by virtue of a local sheriff or the legislature. The legislature does not grant our ability for self-defense. That is God-given. So this is what we need to understand. This is the only way we're going to take our country back is to vote people, men and women in office, who are men and women of character, who hold fast to the Constitution. Period. End of story. Right. And you, you have a lot of experiences in your uh, what you have been exposed to and from, from, from teaching firearms, instructing, and um, security personnel, uh, law enforcement yourself. I mean, you're familiar with all of this, so we. Um, you, you want to say something well, what I what I see most uh, egregious in our society is the um, the assault on women by our legislators that they believe that a woman does not have the right to self defense, oh, and yeah. I think that goes into our next topic. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, you know, a, we, we did talk we did talk about tools. Um, I think where we left off before taking up uh, taking the callers and everything. Tools are used for protection, so we say, right? Um, so what kind of tools? And that's going to be interesting. Well, Should a woman use for protection? And that's going to be well, our are, next topic here. Yeah, you know, the, the issue is, first of all, we have to understand that the average woman is the most vulnerable person in society. Fact. The average man can kick the daylights out of the average woman. Women are targets. Women yeah, are exactly. Targets. Women are targets. 99% of all sexual assaults on women are performed by men. Okay, so a woman then has to have the means of self-defense, and the government in a number of jurisdictions, California, New York, New, Jer New Jersey, and Massachusetts specifically, um, they do not allow, will not allow a woman to carry a gun for self-defense. That, I believe, is, is a violation of civil rights. civil rights. It is criminal in its effect. It's taking away the ability of a woman to defend herself. That is just asinine. It does not make sense. Yeah, I've got a couple of insights on that one. The average person is law-abiding, does not assault women, and I want to say that out loud. A woman absolutely 
absolutely has a civil right to defend herself against any assault, sexual assault, any type of assault. She is born with that. It is inherited and does not need to ask the government or her husband. <laughs> Richard, this, this, this has just brought me to my next strings of questions while I'm at it right now here. Okay, you mentioned self-defense is a civil right. Why is not encouraged by civil rights group then? If she has a civil right to defend herself, how would she go about it? And is a gun an effective tool to use for self-defense? Well, the gun is probably the most effective tool for self-defense. And the greater the disparity between the victim and the assailant, the greater the effectiveness of the gun. Uh, Nikki, you're a petite woman. You're barely five feet. Uh, you told me when you got married with your husband, you were 89 pounds. Your husband <laughs> yeah, is. Five, is <laughs> your I husband is. Up along the way, after so many yeah, your husband years, is six foot now. three, uh, over 200 yes. pounds. Uh, men like I don't that want to say can easily. Pounds. <laughs> okay, no, but uh, men like him can easily overpower a woman like you. However, as Sam Colt said, okay. The gun is the great equalizer. Equalizer, that's right. Okay, gun, I mean, uh, Nikki, you put a gun in your hands, a little five-foot woman, and I don't care what size this guy is. I don't care, uh, you know, uh, how strong he is or what kind of martial arts he has. Uh, if you can put, put that gun up, the, the majority of the time, uh, the assailant will run. He will He will turn away from... <laughs> And this has been evidenced by uh, the FBI's Uniform Crime Statistics. It's been evidenced and documented in a book by uh, John Lott called More Guns, Less Crime. And, in fact, he's now Great book. Uh, in Great his, book. It, there's a second edition with um, more updated statistics from more recent research. Uh, not conducted by him. Research is conducted by major universities and also by the, par- the Department of Justice. So we have empirical fact this isn't just some kind of suspicion, but fact that the mere presence of a gun will cause the assailant to flee. Mm-hmm. It all depends what I'm carrying also, right? Desert Eagle or the Glock? <laughs> my, uh, my Glock 30 or Glock 27. All right. Yeah. I, um, what, what do you all think that, um, Ada or Jess, um, on this? Well, the, the idea that that a woman can have a gun, and you know, we we have in our in our country, we have 41 states that are shall issue, which means that by virtue of the citizen being law-abiding, and uh, that the citizen does not have a criminal record, then that citizen, when they ask for a concealed carry permit, it is automatically granted to them. Unfortunately, we have jurisdictions like California, Massachusetts. <laughs> Uh, yeah. New Jersey New York. or New York, New York that say, give me a reason why your life is important enough so that I, the government, will grant you the privilege to defend your life. Oh. Wow. <laughs> that in itself is the most arrogant, the yeah. most condescending, the most dictatorship type of comment that could come from a government official. Mm-hmm. It is an insult to the to to a god-given created person. Mm-hmm. Why is that we the people are more like a we the government, no? Well, I'll tell you in New York, it, we may be uh, 
Candy's losing her job. We may move to uh, out of state. We will choose a shell carry state. It'll be a Good for you. you know major factor. And where are we going to relocate to? I'll tell you. Well, there is light on on the uh, horizon, uh, folks. The uh, seventh uh, district court uh, in the of the United States. We have eleven district courts, and the seventh, which <coughs> covers Illinois, uh, has uh, has struck down Illinois' uh, non-issuance right. of concealed carry, and That's it was right. struck down in January. The court gave uh, the state thirty days. Six, I'm sorry, six months mm-hmm. to enact a concealed carry law. There is a law on the uh, uh, that's pending before uh, the governor of the state of Illinois. Uh, he either signs it or he doesn't. If he doesn't, then the court order will come into play, and Illinois will become a constitutional carry state. Means that anybody can carry a gun anywhere without a permit. Wow. If he does, if he signs the law, then Illinois will become a shall issue state, and will be the 42nd shall issue state. Uh, so, folks, here's what I'm saying. Um, the uh, the trend is definitely in our favor. We are seeing more and more court cases um, show the in, the insanity of gun control. So we're going to see states like Hawaii with a very prohibitive uh, gun control uh, environment that does not allow a person to carry a, a, a handgun for, uh, for self-protection. We're going to see states like Hawaii, California, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, go by the wayside in their May issue environment and actually become shall issue. And we also wow. have five states that are constitutional carry. Uh, we yeah. have uh, uh, Wyoming, uh, Vermont, which was the first state over 40 years now for Vermont. And we don't see crime uh, in uh, in these areas where a person does not need a permit to carry a gun. Alaska is another one. Uh, Arizona is another one. Uh, we don't see uh, these uh, these um, okay corral type of of events that the gun control crowd claim is going to happen. They've been claiming that that if we issued shall issue, that we were going to have okay corral type of of events uh, throughout the country. That has not materialized. So the data, the empirical data, is on our side. Fact is on our side. Yeah. God-given rights is on our side. Folks, we will prevail. Uh, we are in a temporary, way. we've been in a temporary lull for a couple of decades, but enough is enough, and America is slowly realizing that freedom is the ultimate um, goal for every American citizen. And that's why we send our, you know, our, send our ambassadors across the country, both uh, diplomatic and military, to encourage that freedom is a God-given right for other people as well in other countries. Right. You know what? Yeah. It's it's a, it's a we are in a cultural war. We are it in a is, definite yeah. cultural war. It's gone so fast. It's gone so far already. Um, I hate to tell you this, but I only have about three more minutes in the show, and we have still many things to talk about. So um, I don't think that we're going to be covering the the next topic, which is the uh, the myth of self defense. But I want to wrap this up uh, with some of the uh, the questions. What what? How do you want to do this? Do you want to get on to just a couple quick myths of self defense, or do you want to wrap it up and uh, with this woman in society topic? Well, uh, it, you that, know, that's a question the, for uh, Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, the anti-gun folks they raise a number of questions, and they 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 suggest that the woman should yell and scream uh, if she's assaulted. Well, <laughs> okay, that's great. Yeah. 
Right, right. <laughs> the problem is now now we're relying upon good people who hear that yell and scream to put themselves in harm's way uh, because they have to come to the defense of, of that woman, a government not allowing that woman to defend herself. They suggest that she use pepper spray. Well, yeah, that's good. Unfortunately, doesn't work all the time, okay? Even bear spray doesn't work, okay, right. uh, so all the that, time. Right. Like knife, I mean, is that an effective self-defense tool? It uh, is. Uh, however, it, it, you know, a knife is a great self-defense tool, but understand, you pull a knife out, you're going to be in hand-to-hand combat. Right. So again, you know how to here you it? are. You know how to be right. Boy, howdy. <laughs> it could Boy, be howdy. A, it could be boomerang back to you. It, um, it's a great it's a great tool, but again, you have to get too close to use it. Same thing with pepper spray. The wind can blow it back into your face. However, right. you pull a gun out, you press that trigger, the wind is not going to pull that that bullet back onto you. That bullet is going to have enough force to hit the assailant, and that bullet is going to have an impact on that assailant. You may not. To kill him, and that's not the goal. The goal is to stop the assault. Oh. Well, Matrix but, can, though, with that bullet thing. Bullet, but you know bullet what? That down. bullet is going to have an impact on him, and if you right. only wound him, you'll still have a chance to get the blazes out of Dodge and run in the other direction. So it gives the person with a gun time, and if the person has to fire a second, third, or fourth shot, well, you know what? She, she didn't start the fight, but she sure as heck is willing to finish it. Right. The, I mean, you know, this this whole thing about you asking somebody else to put their lives at risk for you, you know, it's 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 really what's the right word for it? I mean, putting up a fight will, will greatly increase the victim's sense of minimizing potential injury. But you know, it resistance stops the assault. And like what you're saying, I mean, you know, you gotta know how to do this. So what are we saying, Richard? What's the right word that we need? <laughs> we need to say out loud: training. We, right? we we need to we need to allow uh, we need to give that woman the freedom to do what she wants to do with regards to her self-defense. We cannot dictate to a woman or to a man or to anybody how they should defend themselves. We can't even dictate to them that they should defend themselves. But. Right. The individual should choose. If they don't want to carry a gun, you know what? That's not my problem. If they don't want to carry, right. you know, pepper spray knife or, you know what? That's fine. I don't care. But mm-hmm. don't tell me that my wife, that my daughter, cannot defend her, uh, themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not good with that. And you know what? Neither is any woman. Right. That's right. I, I, I'm so in the same page with you with that. We, it's it's inherited with us. I mean, we were born with that. So it's it's about choices. If you want to have it, then have it. If you don't, then, you know, that's fine with you. We are running out of time. Time flies, I guess, when we're having too much fun, right, you guys? Um, right. Any last last insights, any last uh, comments on this uh, from the caller, Jeff? I, I'm just really encouraged. Uh, I was pretty depressed this morning, but listening uh, to your speaker, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, but I'm very much defined. encouraged. Yeah, well, thank you very much, Mr. Stefani, because I'm very encouraged. Going to go out and keep working the pro- work in the fields. Thank you so much. Right. Well, thank well, you, I for, thank you for Nikki, for allowing in. me. Thank you for allowing me to be on your show. I, I appreciate it. It's a privilege, and I look oh, forward nice. to uh, uh, to more and better, uh, you know, shows where we can uh, share with the general public uh, these very important issues. All right, and then Ada, last words from you. Uh, I just want to say uh, t- t- thanks, Mr. Stefani, because it's, it's actually learned a lot of things of what you just said today and enlightened a lot of Im- information about, you know, guns and weapons and like that. And hopefully I can um, 
you know, we uh, touch bases with this the next show because there's more to talk about. Oh, there's lots more. So join us again next time, with that said, for more Nug Talks. And you guys know what Nug Talks is, right? Nug. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned, you guys. Yeah. I know I'm trying to be funny there. I'm very, very humbled to have you, uh, Mr. Richard Stefani, and also my callers, uh, Jeff from New York and Ada from Southern California here in my studio this morning. Please do come back and jo- join us again. Stay tuned uh, for this episode. Again, thank you all for so very much. In the meantime, be safe, stay safe, stay in condition yellow, watch your six. You know, I love to say that. I am Nikki Dare, your host, signing off. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. You have been listening to Nikki Dares Radio, a podcast of sustainability with your host, Ms. Nikki Dare. To learn more, please visit Ms. Dare's website, education.nikkidare.com. Workshops on safety preparedness, situational awareness are available. Also available, the Transformational Coaching Series. For corporate and private group pricing, please contact us. She also offers both private and group classes in firearms training, handgun, rifles, and shotgun for individuals and families and home invasion scenarios. For details on Nikki Dare's outdoor hiking, yoga, and her other outdoor activities and her passion for fitness and upcoming classes, please visit her website, NikkiDare.com. Join the community conversation to network and learn on different outdoor fun on her website, NikkiDare.com slash freeforum. Follow her on LinkedIn and her social media, Twitter, Instagram, Google+, Pinterest, and Facebook. Or simply watch her tutorial videos. You can subscribe to her YouTube channel, Nikki Dare. All about her books and inspirational quotes can be found on her website, books.nikkiDare.com. Check out her newest website, travel.nikkiDare.com for all travel resources, savings, and tips. Her calendars, both of living in purpose and passion, as well as her exclusive edition of Firearm Safety, are available for order on her website, NikkiDare.com. All of her broadcasts are available for free download on iTunes podcast, Nikki Dare. For more details on opportunities for sponsorships and speaking engagement, please email us at education at NikkiDare.com. Join her next time, living in purpose and passion. Our mission is to live a sustainable life with your host, Nikki Dare.